Welcome to the Studio Sisters podcast. We're your hosts and sisters, Katie and Taylor. We travel the world, make beautiful things, and run our online businesses. We're creative entrepreneurs and Etsy experts, and we are on a mission to help you make meaningful income online and to create what you love. On the Studio Sisters podcast, we will dive into all things Etsy, running an online business, making money, creating while traveling, and growing your brand. We want you to leave this podcast with more confidence in yourself, your online small business, and the belief that your creative dream life is possible for you. So let's do this. Hey everybody, Taylor here. We have a special guest today on our episode. Her name is Nardwa of Paper Flow Designs. She started her Etsy shop in 2017. She creates digital drawings for crafters who can use their products on their Cricut. But today she's actually going to talk to us about Pinterest marketing and how that has been super helpful for her to grow her Etsy shop to over 10,000 sales. Another fun fact, she lives in the south of France and we know you're going to love this episode. She has some really great tips about how to use Pinterest and about her story of getting started with her handmade business. So let's just jump right into the episode. Okay. Hi, Nadua. How are you? Welcome to the podcast. Hi, Taylor. Hi, Katie. We are so glad that you're here and we're super excited because I think this is going to be such an awesome episode for our listeners. We're going to talk about Pinterest today, which is something we've never really talked about on the podcast. Mm -hmm. So this is the first for us. We, I will say we have so much to learn about Pinterest. So we're super excited that you're here. Great. I'm excited to be here and you know jump right into Pinterest. All right. So first up, tell us about yourself, where you live, um, what you create. Just introduce yourself. Okay. So I'm Nadawa. I have a, an Etsy shop and a blog called Paper Flow Designs. And I actually live in the south of France, even though I obviously do not have a French accent. So I'm an expat and I've been living here for the last 15 years. Um, I met my husband online who's French and like, you know, any crazy um, Gen Xer, I was like, oh, I'll move to France. <laughs> I did. We started a family. We've had, we have two kids now, a cat. And um, so one day I just kind of started getting like bored and I was talking to my cousin and she's like, how come you don't do anything with your art anymore? And, you know, you used to draw and used to paint all the time. And I was just kind of like, well, I'm a mom. I have kids now. I have a job. I don't have time. Like At the end of the day, I just want to like, you know, sit down in front of the TV and then just like go to sleep. And she just like kept going on with it. And um, I thought like, you know what, maybe I should do something with it. I also had like an incident with my son that kind of sparked that. So together I was like motivated to like learn how to do digital drawing as um, as like a challenge to myself. Cause I knew how to do traditional drawing, but digital drawing was like another world to me. So I just like set myself 15 minutes every night in front of the computer, in front of like tutorials, and just started learning and eventually started posting my artwork on Instagram. And um, one day got contacted by somebody who requested that I make a drawing for him. And I was just like, wow. And 
Yeah. And then I just opened my Etsy shop from there. That's amazing. So, um, first of all, you live in France. I think we're all like picturing like Emily in Paris that shows on Netflix. Like that's what we're all picturing right now. <laughs> um, it might not be like that. That's maybe not real life. Not, we don't, I've never even it seen the show. Cool I think though. I just saw like maybe the trailer. And my daughter who, who was 15, she's just, she's, I think she saw one episode and she's like, mom, what is that? Like, that's not how it is over here. I'm like, you know, it's TV. <laughs> People like that. So it's TV. Yeah. Um, it's, it, but I will <laughs> say it is completely different. Like I had no idea. You know, I lived in, you know, in America pretty much my whole life. Um, grew up there since like the age of five, because I'm originally from Ghana. But I just thought, oh, you know, it's just a different country and they speak a different language, but it's also a different culture. And people have like different traditions and customs, like small things that I was used to, like if I need to go to the bank or the post office in the middle of the day at lunchtime, and I would go there and they're closed. (laughs) It's like, that doesn't happen in the US. So it's like things like that, that I had to get used to. But um, other than that, I love the food, the wine. So I'm still here. I'm still loving that. That is so cool. Okay, so if we just met, how would you describe your art and what you create? Well, I do um, 100% digital. So it's only like digital um, art. And it's mostly focused on um, like BIPOC, African-American themed community um, because like I had a story with my son where he wanted to be Batman for um, a costume party at school. It's like called Carnival. And one of his classmates was like, well, Batman's not black. You can't be, can't be Batman. And he was like, you know, just mm. devastated. And I was like, you're going to be Batman. Don't worry. I ran to like the craft store and I got him like, you know, some felt and made a mask and all this stuff. And he went as Batman and it was great. And it just got me to thinking like, okay, well, maybe there just isn't enough representation out there. And this was like way before, like, um, yeah. I think like Marvel started doing like the movies and stuff. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I started doing drawings that just depicted just regular people like in the African-American community. And then people started reaching out to me saying like, oh, you know, can you make like a picture of a grandma or like, you know, I want to do something with like, you know, for my son and my uh, father-in-law, like have someone who's like a grandfather, just things that they couldn't easily find when they were looking for digital designs um, on Etsy, on, on different platforms. So I make digital designs like that. I sell that on my Etsy shop. I also sell a course showing people how to make their own digital drawings because I know how difficult it was for me in the beginning when I was learning. And I also have a blog that kind of like puts all of that together so people can learn how to use these digital designs. Because when people hear like, oh, you make digital files. Okay, like what do we do with that? Like it just stays on my computer. No, you can make t-shirts and mugs and coasters and tumblers and all kinds of stuff with it. That was actually my next question was, what do you do with your design? So I'm glad you answered that. Yeah, I get that a lot. I had to explain it one time when we were like refinancing our apartment and the agent was like, okay, so, you know, I was, you know, I had to explain like, oh, I have a side project. So I, I make money from that too. And he's like, oh, what do you do? And I said, I'm, I'm an artist. I make digital drawings. He's like, so do you like paint digitally? I'm like, so sort of, kind of, not really. And he's like, well, how do people like touch them? How do they get them? So I had to sit him down and explain that all to him too. That's so funny. Okay, so today we're excited to talk about Pinterest. So let's start with why you love using Pinterest for your business. Yes, I love Pinterest, number one. I would say it's like it's the no hamster wheel of social social media. And the reason why I say that is because other things that I've tried, like I started out on Instagram and 
I felt like the little hamster on the wheel. I just couldn't keep up. It was like every day I have, um, I think my little scheduler would come on and say, oh, you know, it's time to schedule on Pinterest. And I'm, I'm probably dating myself because it probably doesn't want to do that anymore. <laughs> but I just felt like I had to be like ready and like have something and like actually doing something every single day, something new and something fresh. And I just couldn't keep up. And the same thing when I started other things like TikTok. So the difference with Pinterest is that you can make something and post it on Pinterest and it stays there for pretty much forever, like for years. I have pins that I made three years ago that still bring me traffic to my Etsy shop. They still bring me traffic to my blog. They, I would say Pinterest is actually the number one source of social media traffic for my Etsy shop and for my blog. And it doesn't require that I have to post something every single day. Um, matter of fact, I think maybe I post maybe once a week now. Now the system is, it's trying to keep up with the new things that are coming out like TikTok. So everybody's doing video. So Pinterest is also, you know, going the way of video, but even given that, like, I still don't have to create a new video every day. I don't have to post like five times a day or like make one for every single day. Um, so it's just, it's, it's my favorite. I love that for that reason. I love the lifetime of pins. Um, I like, I love what you're saying. Like when you pin something, you know, if it's, if it's a pin that resonates with people and has good engagement, like it's going to send customers your way for years to come for something that you posted like three years ago. Um, that is so fascinating. So what would you say are your like do's and don'ts for Pinterest or what are your best tips for um, driving traffic f to over to Etsy? All right, for my, I've got like three do's, three don'ts. They're kind of general, but kind of common sense, but then sometimes common sense things like we forget about them. <laughs> um, so I would say for yeah. the do, definitely do use your own content. Um, I think I was listening to uh, one of your podcasts recently, you interviewed like a lawyer and she was talking about um, copyright and trademark and things that you have the right to use and yes. people kind of forget about that or they think like oh I'm I'm just a little shop they're not going to find out and it's like no they're probably going to find out so <laughs> the same things like you take your yes. content if you have physical products that you make you can you know take photos of that um, and load that up to to uh, make that up into a pin, uh, pin for Pinterest but also you can create like maybe like a collage type thing using um, another resource, Canva, which I really love. So Canva is like an online graphic design resource that's really easy to use. And that's where I make all of my pins. Like even though I could be making it in like, you know, a super professional uh, graphic design product, I just find Canva is like really intuitive and everything's there online and I can save all of my old pins. So definitely do use your own content, your own content. Um, do use lifestyle images because people don't only want to see like a product shot just sitting on a white background all the time. It gets kind of boring after a while and you just you know, think about the way that you like to see things like when you're flipping through a magazine or you see like a, a commercial that catches your eye or even like an ad that you're scrolling on Instagram or something. Um, think of the things that catch your eye. And I would say definitely do use Pinterest. Like if before you want to start using it for your business, use it, um, you know, try to go on there and use it just as a regular person just to see what people are putting on there and see what Pinterest is showing you and the things that catch your eye. Um, I'm going to sneak one more do into there. Um, I'm going to say use the new technology. So for a long time, a lot of 
people were used to Pinterest was always like you just put up a static image, like a, a regular picture, and that would be working to give you like hundreds of thousands of traffic of like people coming to your blog, to your um, online shop. And now they're kind of moving in the direction of every other social media site where you've got to start using video, start using different things. Now, people get scared because they think, oh, it's video. I don't want to have my face in a video, but that's not the only way that you can do video. You can you can make slide, yeah, you can make slides of your product, you know, to music. Mm-hmm. You can show how you made your product. You can show like behind the scenes. You can show um, someone else, like customers who are giving like feedback on your product. So there's different ways of using video and um, putting that into your Pinterest pins as well. <laughs> Imagine that you had a plan for your Etsy shop, your Instagram, and your personal style or niche as a maker or artist. Well, imagine no more because Katie and I are going to teach you exactly how to make your handmade small business goals a reality, no matter what you make and sell. Maybe you feel like you're not totally sure what you're doing with your Etsy shop. You know you need more engagement on social media, but you hate the idea of showing your face. You feel like you're out of ideas. Uh, Or you have weird feelings you're unclear about pricing, product photography, and whatever the heck Etsy SEO is and optimization. Well, we used to be there too, and if we had known years ago what we know now about selling handmade online, it would have made a world of difference. We worked really hard to learn everything there is about Etsy and Instagram for artists and handmade sellers, and it has paid off for our shop, and we want you to be there too. Today, we use Etsy SEO to drive traffic to our shop. We cultivate killer listing descriptions so that we can easily convert views into sales and have a high Etsy conversion rate. Since March 2020, we've been able to generate nearly 10,000 sales of over 25,000 products on Etsy alone without a single paid ad. We just needed a strategy. Wondering what our strategy is? Well, here's what it includes. Niching down so you know exactly who you're selling to, goal setting with daily and weekly workflows, and 100% understanding the Etsy algorithm so that you can drive traffic and write your listing descriptions in a way that sells. We also know how to authentically market ourselves and our products with branding and social media that feels good. And the cool thing is we turned our exact strategy into an easy step-by-step guide that you're able to fully duplicate. Our course is called Dream Create Sell, and we teach you the step-by-step way to make more sales and grow your handmade business on Etsy and Instagram. So if you've been looking for a way to hit the fast forward button and learn everything you need to know from Etsy experts who have been where you are and know exactly what your next step needs to be, we would love for you to join us. Dream Create Sell is a self-paced 100% online course where we will teach you how to do all of the things we just mentioned in our strategy, including how to stand out in your niche, how to nail your Etsy SEO and your product photography, and how to authentically grow on Instagram. Our course is open for registration now, and we have a special podcast discount code for you, our listeners. The code is PODCAST, all capital letters, for $100 off the course, and this code never expires. So you can go to shopstudiosisters.com today to find all of the information about Dream Create Sell and use that discount code, PODCAST, all capital letters. We would love to have you inside the course. (laughs) 
really love the the one where you're like use Pinterest. You know, it seems so simple to overlook it, but like what resonates with you if you're the customer? Mm-hmm. What kind of things do you like to look at? Like I look at a lot of like outfit pictures and videos cuz like I feel like I um like putting together my clothing and like, cause we shoot a lot of content. I'm in front of the camera a lot. That's not something that comes natural to me. So like I, as a consumer, like look at how people put outfits together on Pinterest um, in a certain vibe, like in a certain style. And, you know, it's really easy for us as business owners to just like think we can put our product mm-hmm. shots on Pinterest and think that's enough or any like social platform or internet platform, but like you really need to show them like, how would you use it? So I love that tip. Yeah. People often forget about that. I think Katie, you mentioned that you already used Pinterest like for our personal, for your own personal. Yeah. I look at a lot of art on Pinterest. Like that's where I get a lot of ideas from, like not stealing other people's art, obviously, but I like to collect things that, like art I would live with basically from other artists. Yeah. A lot of people like they, you know, they use it's, it's Pinterest is like what we used to have, like, you know, visual cork boards before you like have like a real physical mm-hmm. board where you would have like pages of the magazine cut out and then you stick it to there and make a mood board. But now you can do that on Pinterest. So that's why I would say like, definitely, you know, use the platform already to get a feel for it before you start using it for your business. Um, and as far as my three don'ts, um, once again, probably things that are pretty obvious, but people don't necessarily think about them sometimes, or it's like, once you put your business cap on, maybe you forget these things. Um, don't steal pins. Mm-hmm. <laughs> people, I mean, there's one thing, there's like a fine line between like inspiration and actually, and when I say steal pins, I mean, actually taking someone's pin, like copy pasting the whole thing. Um, not just maybe getting in an inspiration for the color or the mood of it. So don't do that. Don't expect rapid results because Pinterest is more of a of a long game. Like I I've had my account, I think my my business account on there for about three, yeah, about three years now. Um, and in the beginning, like you don't you kind of get disheartened because you don't see that quick, punchy um traffic like you might see from um, I'm going to say Instagram because I don't, I don't even, I hardly use Instagram these days. I don't know. I'm not going to say never because maybe one day I'll go back. Um, but Pinterest is like you, you're posting these pins and people are slowly collecting, like they go on there to make collections and they, they'll come back to pins or they'll come to them and they'll search, um, Pinterest. That's why I said, I like the, that Pinterest, not the, it's not the hamster wheel like other things are. It's a search engine. So if someone is planning their wedding or they're planning like, I don't know, a graduation party or the prom or different things like that, um, they'll go on Pinterest and they'll make a board and start collecting all of these things that fit within that. And then they'll click into your, your pin that will lead to your Etsy shop or your blog and um, eventually you know consume that information or maybe purchase something. So it's not um, rapid like the other ones, but it does happen. It just takes some patience. Um, and the other don't is like it ties in with this one. Like don't complain and whine that you don't see the the rapid results that you're looking for right away. You just have to have a little bit of patience. I think that's kind of like when you first open your Etsy shop, you have to have have to have a little patience too. Well, you know, we see people um, like send us DMs on Instagram. They're like, oh, I open my shop 
two weeks ago and I haven't had a sale or even four months and I haven't had a sale. And, you know, it's just like, okay, well, does take time. You have to build a ranking in the algorithm. Chances are, you know, there's some little things that you need to learn and you only learn by doing and growing and, and doing it every day um, or, you know, showing up consistently. Um, how long would you say that like for the average Etsy seller, if they're going to regularly start pinning, like when did they start to see maybe some traffic being driven over? Is that realistically six months? Is it a um, year? I would say to be safe, like think about between six months and a year. Um, there are, because like I said, that they're changing their, their methods and their focus now, like now they're kind of pushing everyone to make idea pins, which is like their version of like Instagram reels or like, you know, TikToks. Um, so if you make idea pins, you will see like that you'll get more views on Pinterest. It doesn't necessarily mean that you get traffic right away because as, as, uh, as of right now, you, you can't put a link to your, um, like to your shop or to your website on an idea pin. You can link to other things. You can link to, um, affiliate, um, links and, uh, yeah, that's about it for now. That could change in the future too. And I think they're eventually going to have advertisers that can, that can, um, link to that. So I would say if you were thinking about using Pinterest and you're waiting to, to see the traffic come to your, to your shop, give yourself a good six months to a year before you start expecting, you know, something to happen. But the great part of that is like once it does start to build, like those results are there for years to come. Um, my next question is, what are some other ways that you could use Pinterest for your business that maybe we haven't talked about yet? Like, um, well, like I mentioned with the idea pins that you can make money with affiliate marketing. So if you, um, I have an Etsy shop, but I also use Etsy as an affiliate marketer. So when I post articles that are from Etsy on my blog, I use my affiliate links. And so if somebody clicks on that and they buy something from Etsy, it doesn't have to necessarily be that article, it could be anything within the um, length of time of cookie, um, I get like a small commission off of that. So you can make pins that lead to, I think right now, like of their terms and service, you can't link directly to Etsy, but there's like lots of different other, um, I think you can use Amazon, you can use, um, there's other uh, uh, creative market um, and different companies that you can link to. And so you could be getting exposure by people seeing your pins and also maybe making a little bit of money if they're clicking through your affiliate link and buying something eventually. So that would be one way that you could also use Pinterest for your business uh, is the affiliate marketing. And they have a new thing called the Creator Hub now. So for all the people who are um, wanting to get their brand out, Pinterest is now starting up programs with certain creators where if you, um, you, know, you do well on Pinterest or they like what you're doing, you can have a partnership and be sponsored by a brand and get paid through your pins. So you'll make a pin that maybe you know, highlights a certain brand and you'll be getting paid by the brand. And they're also offering um, something to their creator hub where you make pins um, based on like a theme, let's say like Pinterest, not everybody on Pinterest has this, but some people do. And I think eventually they will kind of roll it out to more people. But let's mm -hmm. say they post a theme for um, a holiday, like Halloween or something. And they said like make, make pins around, a, you know, a Halloween party, something like that. 
you can get paid by people seeing your pins and interacting with your pins and Pinterest will pay you for those pins. I think that would be neat. Yeah, it's similar to like Instagram paying reels bonuses out, those kind of things mm-hmm. where it's like they're starting to pay out for content creation, which is, I mean, I think beneficial because if you want to have a business online, you have to produce the content yeah. anyway. So you might as well be picking up residual passive income from it. Yeah, yeah it can't hurt. Yeah. Okay, so a fun question right now is if you had an extra $1,000 in your creative business budget, how would you spend Ooh. it right now? <laughs> I Well, I just <laughs> recently went full-time with my business, and I mean recent, like as in the beginning of this year, and I thought, oh, I'm going to have so much time. I'm going to have so much time. I can do everything. It, that's not true, though. <laughs> so I would definitely use that extra 1000 to hire a VA to do some of this you know, wonderful Pinterest stuff that I'm mentioning, because even though I said you don't have to pin every day, I like the fact that I can have things, you know, in the hopper ready to go when I want to post it Um, because it does, it does take time just like creating content on any other social uh, network. It does take time to create the content. And it's like you working as a one woman show, it's like I'm writing the blog post, I'm creating the pins, I'm uh, doing live video. And it's like, it's a lot. I mean, you guys know it's a lot that you're creating, especially like Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. as one person. So I would spend the money on hiring a VA and um, probably having my content writer write more posts for me because I have a content writer that I work with for my blog. So it would definitely, I would not be buying like a bottle of champagne. I put it right back into the business. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I think like if somebody asked me that question right now, I would say I would hire a podcast editor. <laughs> let's just let's uh, let's take that off our plates and have someone else do it. It's funny because usually when we ask people that question, they almost never say art supplies or something creative. They say, I want to have someone else like do yeah. some of my business admin work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, wonderful. Well, Thank you so much for um, taking the time to talk to our audience about Pinterest. This has been an absolute gold mine. I think that people often forget about Pinterest or they just overlook it as a really powerful search engine that can be super helpful to any handmade business, but especially for Etsy shops too. So um, I would love if you could share where our listeners can find you, where you like to hang out and where your best resources are. Tell us where they should well, go. Well, definitely, um, I would say head over to my blog and my website, which is Paper Flow Designs. It's, there'll probably be like a link to it here, but um, it's all one word, yeah. designs plural. So that's paperflowdesigns.com. My Etsy shop has the same name, Paper Flow Designs. And of course, Pinterest, you can find me over at Pinterest, um, also <laughs> under Paper Flow Designs. Well, Nadawa, thank you so much for joining us on the Studio Sisters podcast. This has been awesome. I know our audience is going to want to apply some of your Pinterest tips and start growing their own um, Pinterest marketing traffic. And um, we'll talk Thanks to you so much. Soon.